0: We're seeing Stone out there normally. It's Smith. Hague, a left-wing shot. He scores! Nick Hague, five points in five games against the Kings this year. Vegas takes over. Smith comes out to the neutral zone. Deals right. Marsha fires. He scores!
1: Live. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com.
0: Smith to so 4-2 Golden Knights.
1: This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Oh, we got some news from the National Hockey League coming your way, and it's not pretty when it comes to the city of uh, Buffalo and uh, what's happening with the Sabers. Disaster struck last night on the ice uh, when it comes to wins and losses and just uh, disappointing performances. When you thought it couldn't get any worse, ladies and gentlemen, bottomed out. All four tires are flat. Are we doing that right now? Are gone. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get into that in the NHL one-timers and just a little bit where they might go uh, following uh, another loss last night uh, for the Sabres in that Eastern mm-hmm. Division. It's the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, and Chris Chapman catching up with Chapman at the end of the program uh, where we give him an own segment so he doesn't talk the rest of the show. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, a situation with the Vegas Golden Knights who beat the Los Angeles Kings last night and then uh-huh. afterwards... Uh-huh the golden knights uh, announced that uh, Cody Glass has been sent to the or assigned to the Henderson Silver Knights and uh, their big announcement today the Henderson Event Center will be called the Dollar Loan Center so there's a lot happening in the uh, Las Vegas Valley with professional hockey and Chuck uh, Brennan's going to join us in just a little bit from Dollar Loan Center to chat about the naming rights and uh, getting involved with the Henderson Event Center but uh, our our Evaluation of last night's victory by the Vegas Golden Knights uh, is going to fit into our number two, and that if that wasn't uh, a Bob Ross, then I'm not sure what is. And not all Bob Rosses have to be sensational. And there's a Bob mm-hmm. Ross channel. Do you guys know that? Yes. I did not know that there was a Bob Ross channel. I discovered it the, uh, the other day. Uh, come on. But uh, but that like that was pretty darn solid then it's solid business-like just uh efficient you, you use your term but uh, i thought it was spectacularly uh efficient
0: so for me it's a bob ross clearly uh but i'll tell you it, it's like a bob ross cabin painting and and it's a cabin painting for a number of different reasons uh one because Bob Ross didn't really matter what he was doing, it didn't really matter where the where the painting took him. When he got down to to carving that cabin into the canvas, it was perfection. It was perfection. And for me The cabin building process for the Golden Knights started in midway through that first period, took hold in the second period, and by the time he was done constructing that cabin, by the time he put that snow on the roof of his cabin and he cut himself a little door and a window, all the Golden Knights were doing were looking at the L.A. Kings taking on water. L.A. just was not in the game at that point. What do you think, Chapman?
2: Well, I'm not going to give it a Bob Ross.
0: Wine and paint.
2: Yeah, it's a wine and paint, because I, I think they started kind of slow in the first period. I, I feel like maybe they were, I mean, I'm not sure what, what what it was, but it took them a little bit of time to get going. To me, Bob Ross, is you, you, you kind of, from start to get-go, You just from start to finish, I mean, you, you, you kind of dominate the game, and L.A. was in the game for a little bit of time, and you know, there, there were moments where it seemed like L.A. could get back into it. But by the time the third period rolled around, they had established their dominance over the L.A. Kings. And, uh, I mean, they got depth scoring. I thought Robin Leonard played really well, considering he hadn't really played that much in the last, what, month? So, but the slow start to me, I, I can't give it a Bob Ross because of the slow start. But I will say it was a wine and paint. It was, it was a very, very good game, but it wasn't near perfection.
1: Now... A Bob Ross to me has to be like a no doubter or a, a crazy comeback, something of that line. And and that last night was a, was a no doubter. They were down one nothing early, and, and Robin Leonard made a save off Dustin Brown seven six and a half minutes uh, into the first period that would have made it two nothing on a two on one. Uh, but uh, beyond that, there wasn't a lot of push from like they didn't give up a, a, a lot and that's where where I go Bob Ross there that from the the second period on it didn't feel like that result was ever going to be in doubt and 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 the other part of it is, was Alec Martinez was great last night and <laughs> and uh, the the fourth line was awesome again last night and the second line all contributed a point last night like there was there was a lot to like about it but the thing that I really enjoyed was Alec Martinez was the best player on the ice in my mind.
0: He was really good, and it was it was block shots. It was jumping in. There was a little bit of an edge to his game, a little bit of a bite to his game that I. I... You know, you you don't see often from Alec Martinez, but when it does show up, you you really like to see it. So um, I thought that the game had a lot of really interesting parts. While it it wasn't really in question once the Golden Knights built their lead, there there was a lot of physicality, there were some really big hits, and the pace of the third period and the fact that they were able to play that period in just under 25 minutes of running time – I, I thought the game was fantastic, and I thought that once the Golden Knights established themselves in the game, there was no uh, no real wonder as to who would win it, even when they were trailing one to nothing. How no. much earlier did you get home last night from that game? Like, a good
1: 20-25 good minutes. Okay, I got this from John Shannon, who sent it over to uh, Lawless and I. Yeah. Uh, our good friend John Shannon, who we have to have on more often, because people really enjoyed the uh, the the television side of it, uh, uh, the, the cameras and all that kind of stuff. Because I thought we were kind of talking a little bit too technical, and and uh, got a good reaction to it. Uh, this is yeah. from John. According to in game data uh, that's been compiled over the past three seasons, the third period in the Kings Golden Knights game last night is one of two periods in that three years that has, elapsed, has an elapsed time of 27 minutes or less. 27 minutes <laughs> or less. One of two games with an elapsed time uh, with a period of 27 minutes or less.
0: That's crazy. That's fantastic.
1: That was uh, the Blues-Rangers game was timed at 26-16. And the, the time for the Golden Knights and LA Kings twenty four forty nine. A <laughs> twenty minute stop time National Hockey League period. And the third period where you kinda of get a few more delays, twenty 24- four. 49. Uh, that is uh, phenomenally efficient. Here's Chuck Brennan uh, from Dollar Loan Center, who big announcement today, uh, signing on. The naming rights uh, for the Henderson Event Center and the uh, home of the Henderson Silver Knights. Uh, Chuck, welcome to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace. Uh, big fan of yours. Listen to your spots all the time and uh, love the uh, entrepreneurship. So uh, uh, really um, uh, a fan of, of the go-get-it attitude. And then you you expand it with the DLC with uh, with the Henderson and Event Center. Tell me, well, first of all, congratulations, and tell me how this came about.
3: <laughs> Thanks for having me on, and I, I appreciate that intro. That was awesome, and, and I, I do apologize for uh, pounding that jingle down everybody's throat the last twenty years so they can all sing it in their sleep. But it's all know, part it of the business, pal. <laughs> it's good branding. Ironically, when Mister Foley and the team brought this up to us, besides the fact of me just seeing the name Dollar Loan Center on the building and and hearing that and how much of a fit that actually is. It it just so happened that we have been in business 22 years. We started in 1998, and it's our 22nd year in business, and this deal happens to be a 22-year-long deal with the Knights organization. So we're really seeing it as our second half, Um, not a midlife crisis by any means, but definitely – stepping it up to the next level. You know, we started here with one location and one employee in 1998 and have really built Dollar Loan Center into, um, you know, definitely the community short-term lender in the area. But we have 250,000 customers in Southern Nevada and 25,000 just in Henderson. So we felt it was a great fit. We loved the building. We love the design. We love the, the vision of it. And we love the price point. It's totally our customer's base and wheelhouse and and there's very few things i can say that i don't like about what's shaken uh, with the new dollar loan center arena we we couldn't be uh we couldn't be more excited about it but I, I guess the thing i didn't like was having to wait this long to announce it because we've been kind of chomping at the bit to get it out there because it, it is so cool and it is so exciting
1: uh, Chuck Brown is with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas with Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Uh, the the decision, and here because I I've, I know that you've been waiting on this because I've been waiting to bring you on the show uh, to, to <laughs> talk about it. And this is one question that I've had circled uh, around it. Uh, I thought you you might go Dollar Center Arena, but you went Dollar Center Dollar Loan Center. Uh, and so any any confusion with with your business and then the arena part of it, and, and tell me how that fits together.
3: I think the confusion is going to be the fun part, and we struggled yeah. with this a lot. I really do. I, I think it's a play on words. I think it's cool for our staff, our customers, our investors, and the community. Because, look, you know, you're going to go see a concert. You're going to go see a game. You're going to go see this. I'm going to see it at the Dollar Loan Center. Oh, you're getting a loan. Ha ha. I love it. I, I didn't even think about doing Dollar Loan Center Arena or anything like that. It's just too cliché. This fits perfect and having center in the name, which it is, and our presence in the community with 50 locations in Nevada, and having this one, you know, as we're calling it, it, it's our new location that's 200,000 square feet. (laughs) You know, it it, it just, it really flowed well for us, And, and that was part of the deal. When they had approached me, I said, if we can really call it Dollar Loan Center and have it be this classy of a place, you know, on eighty acres, and the outside grounds are incredible. The suites, uh, Mr. Foley's new restaurant, in there—it's going to be an incredible facility. So, with that level of uh, preciseness with it, the name had to fit perfect, and and I, I dig it. I, I hope everybody else does.
1: I think it's so cool, and I'm so happy that you uh, you stuck with that because it just. It wouldn't seem right if, if it wasn't. Uh, Chuck Brennan's with us, uh, Dollar Loan Center, and uh, it's uh, the new Henderson Event Center, which uh, is uh, being branded uh, DLC Dollar Loan Center. He's on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas with Millard and Wallace.
0: You know, Chuck, when you when you kind of think back to your your start and your your first door opening that first door, and and kind of where you're at now in, in being approached and 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 seeing this deal through. How, how do you kind of look back on what you've done and look toward the future with what you're about to do with, with this, this arena and, and just continue to grow and, and look back on that time?
3: Well, frankly, it's extremely emotional um, to see where we've come to this point from literally starting with just one location, a 400-square-foot location that's smaller than the suites that are in the new Dollar Loan Center to where we are today, and running into people at the press conference today that I've been doing business with for over 20 years in the media and in all throughout sports and local sports and watching them grow up in the area as Dollar Loan Center did. But the second part of your question is easy. I think the future of the company is right now. I think it's today. I think it's this building. I think it's what Mr. Foley has brought to town and letting us be a part of it. I I couldn't be happier with that, and I do think this is uh, a big turning point in everything Dollar Loan Center because a lot of people don't know this, but my first part of life was in the entertainment industry. I used to manage bands. I used to own a a huge rock club, promote concerts all over the Midwest. I love entertainment. It's my passion, and we're going to help bring a lot to this. We're really going to dial this in and and help the, the Knights team bring in Great concerts, great events, other sporting events. We want this thing full, busy, and hopping all the time. It's in a perfect location. It's going to bring community to that little area. I can't even imagine all these incredible apartment condos and and the district and Green Valley Ranch and all these things around there. They're going to be in walking distance to this incredible venue. uh, It is really emotional for us to get to this point and to announce it and to get to this point at all in business is big. But with a pinnacle like this, I think this is the future. It's going to
1: be a cool uh, setup, too, Dollar Loan Center, and uh, a few different things uh, inside the arena. Do you want to touch on some of that?
3: Yeah, one of my favorite things is this huge deck right off. You know, there's going to be a a McKenzie River in there, a two-story, 6,000 square feet, and this awesome deck right off of the suite level that must hold 1,000 or people or so with a perfect view of the strip, and the courtyard and the, the plaza that it's on and the availability for the viewing parties to watch the nights, to watch the Raiders, to watch anything, the outdoor concerts, the activation there, the outside is as cool as the inside. The design is, is incredible. I guess from a technical standpoint and, and the audio geek that I am, the acoustics are going to be over the top, and they've wired it perfect, stacked the seats perfect Um, made the right choices on the materials. I was really impressed with what they've done. They didn't just throw this together. It's not just an arena for hockey. It's a a first-class, you know, event center for everything.
1: His voice sounds familiar to you. It's uh, Chuck Brennan from Dollar Loan Center. And it's, I keep going back because I've, I've never met you, but I know your voice. And I'm relatively new to the Las Vegas Valley. And, uh, and I hear it over and, uh, and you kind of bond with, uh, with uh, things uh, of that nature and listen to Sports Talk Radio and, uh, and Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, the, the building's it's going up fast. Uh, do, you, uh, do you have an idea of, of completion and when, when you might be able to hold that first event there?
3: I do, and it's going up fast. You nailed it. And it's normal crews. We haven't even went to double shifts or triple shifts. Once they get a lid on it, they could work 24-7. The weather's been perfect. The contractors are over the top. And the direction from the Knights team is just second to none. So these guys are moving. Every time I go out there, and I, I love to go by it, it, it is it's massive changes that are going. I think we expect to be open about a year from today. That's how quick it's going to be done, um, and that would be for, I'm not exactly sure what events. Uh, hopefully, we have a full slate of different things going on in there. Obviously, hockey is going to be at the Orleans Arena until you know the end of uh, the next season, so that wouldn't fire up until September, but believe me, there'll be events and things and everything going on from the time we open in, in early April or late March right up until hockey also.
1: Over at Green Valley, uh, give me an idea of what you would pick to be your dream first event uh, in Chuck Brennan's mind, coming from the entertainment industry and running bands <laughs> and uh, doing different shows. What what would be the first event that you would handpick if you could?
3: Well, it's funny you say that because in our first conversation, uh, Mr. Foley pointed out how much he loves country music. And I'm about as opposite on the spectrum as possible. I said I can respect that because it's you. But other than that, we're not going to be talking about country music around Chuck. Um, I'm an old rock guy. I grew up in the rock business. Um, I'm very good friends with the guys in Kiss. Alice Cooper is like my second dad. I grew up in that whole uh, 80s rock scene, hard rock and things, and, and know a lot of people in. So my perfect world would be something fun like that in a big rock show of of some sorts, maybe a collaboration of several artists that get together to celebrate this. I've already talked to some about it. We're going to have some incredible events there, and we're going to do an annual show there, too. Dalla Lone Center's been promoting and sponsoring shows for 20 years in the area at all the different music venues from, you know, the, the biggest stuff at the MGM Grand all the way down to the smaller stuff at the Pearl or the Chelsea or, or the Hard Rock which of course now is the Virgin Hotel, but we've really been actively involved in, in all the radio scene um, and all the concert scene and all that, so we're going to do everything we can to help bring some great shows over there, but I think the variety is really going to surprise people. I expect to see a hard rock show, you know, followed by a, a Henderson Symphony, followed by a country show, followed by an outdoor festival there in a farmer's market there is it's just designed to do so much that i think somebody will find everything in there selfishly i'm going to try to make sure we have some some killer rock in there and and run that route but you know i think it's going to be something for everybody for sure
1: boy yeah, I'm country music, but if you can if you can pull off Kiss in there and you know them that well, you will not be able to get rid of me, and I can guarantee you that. And I, <laughs> I apologize in advance. If you put Kiss in that building, I am all over you. Uh, Chuck, uh, congratulations. Uh, Dollar Loan Center uh, naming rights to the Henderson uh, Events Center. It's uh, it's going to be fantastic. It's a great marriage. It's a uh, great uh, synergy uh, with the community, and uh, we're really, really happy for you, and congratulations on, on the deal and the and the relationship with the Henderson, Silver Knights, and Bill Foley.
3: Well, thank you, and, and I'll work on the KISS show for you. As a quick note, three members of KISS have moved to Nevada in the last year. Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and Gene Simmons just moved to northern Nevada, so we're getting them closer.
1: Oh, buddy, uh, I knew <laughs> I knew I liked you. And, I, and I'm glad I said that I liked you before, before that because it would really sound like I'm kissing up to you. But, uh, Chuck, cool. oh, well done, pal. Thank you. Take care. Chuck Brennan from Dollar Loan Center, uh, the naming rights to the Henderson Event Center, and it's going to be a spectacular facility, home of the Henderson Silver Knights and uh, and and maybe the odd Kiss concert. You guys seen Kiss? No, I have. No, I haven't. That it's, was my awesome. uh,
2: my son's first rock concert. <clears throat> it's awesome.
0: Yeah, they were they were great on "Lick It Up." It's was great, great song. There, you <laughs> you you Good can't
1: stuff. make fun of Kiss because yeah, it's, you can. You the show. Can and the 200% could and uh, <sighs> yeah. no, you could do that oh
2: it's first of all no yep. opening act which was awesome
1: I, uh, I was screaming uh, my head off to uh, rock and roll all night the other day, and I always went back to the Friends episode where it was, where, where they were singing rock and roll all night and party, part of that <laughs> <day>. <laughs> So uh We've got uh, some one-timers coming up next on the VGK Insider Show. News and notes from around the National Hockey League. Uh, update on what happened with the Buffalo Sabres last night. Can it get any worse? And Olympic hockey and USA hockey coming together we have news on that front as we continue on the vgk insider show fox sports las vegas go on to the near wing big shot he scores
2: it's time for one timers quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day
0: and it's a tie
2: hockey game on the vgk insider show
1: darren millard ryan wallace uh, keeping you up to date with things happening in and around the national hockey league a tweet coming out from frank cervelli and also uh confirmed by john shannon that USA hockey will name Stan Bowman, the general manager of the Olympic team for Beijing 2022. The announcement formally will be made tomorrow, but Stan Bowman, the general manager of the Chicago Blackhawks will be general manager of team USA for the men's Olympic hockey tournament. And that will walk in lockstep uh, with Doug Armstrong who is the general manager of team Canada. For 2022, uh, things coming together as we're less than a year out from the Olympic Winter Games in Beijing. Team USA it, could be really good, it, you know.
0: They they should be. Um, I mean, there's a lot of young talent. And you know, listen, all I'm going to say is I have to trust that Stan Bowman will build the U.S. team. That is built to beat Canada, and then I will goad you into another bet, and I will win it, and uh, you'll be o for like seventy-five at that. Point. I won't be here
1: to bet with. I'll be there?
0: No, it doesn't matter. You'll, you're still obligated to bet with me. So I don't work that tournament badly. I don't. I, I don't could, campaign I for I a lot of that. jobs
1: anymore. Like I'm, you. You can't imagine how happy I am in my life and my career right now, where. In the place that I am, I love working for the Vegas Golden Knights. I love working for Fox Sports Las Vegas. I love doing my podcast, The Chirp. Uh, I've got enough going on to keep me busy, and I, I, like, living here is one of the greatest things that's ever happened to our family. I love it. Uh, I don't ask for much more. I want to work that hockey tournament in Beijing. I've have done one best on best, uh, and I. I, I want to do another one in the Olympic games uh who do you think Team USA's goalie is going to be that's sort of one of the biggest questions that Stan Bowman will have
0: um yeah I I don't I don't know I I mean you know I think you look at it and you say that that John Gibson is is kind of that guy right Mm -hmm. like that's that's the one that that when you look at and you say great American goaltenders, that next wave, it's it's kind of John Gibson. But I,
1: you know, I like I don't quit. see that Miller being, all all that uh, that that's that's sailed.
0: Yeah, I I I'm with you. It's kind of a transition point right now for uh, for Jimmy the Howard. United States in terms of goaltending. Hmm. I wonder if they'll
1: take one of the uh, one of the kids from the last couple of World Junior teams. Let's uh, let's wait and see. Right. Um, so that's the the news there. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers last night, when we signed off the air, had a three nothing lead in the third period against the Philadelphia Flyers. And but by, by the way, it's to Connor lose. Hellebuck. You're welcome. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, like it's it's got to be at this point. So anyway, go yeah, ahead.
1: You're you're right. Like Hellebuck, Hellebuck Gibson.
0: I. It's kind kind of it.
1: Yeah, one's Vezina Trophy winner, but I like—I'm a big fan of John Gibson's too. Uh, but that'll be interesting to see who that uh, that goaltending uh, is. Uh, so the Buffalo Sabers had a three-nothing lead last night when we signed off the air. Mm-hmm. They end up losing four-three. Like it's that's, its a disaster upon disasters that they blew a three-nothing third-period lead on home ice. And I know there's not many fans, but still, it just just piles on. Philadelphia Flyers managed to uh, to win it in overtime. The losing streak, winless streak, whatever you want to call it, I think it's 18 game losing streak. Uh, it's a winless for, streak for, for the for the Buffalo Sabers. Did you did you go back and watch any of the game? No.
0: Okay. So I'm Buffalo. Not a glutton for punishment. Oh, I, I
1: on the on the like, television side last night, teeth and hair. I was yeah. with Darren Elliott, and I yeah. made Darren Elliott tell the people. I I set it up, <laughs> and I can't even tell. I like, can't be the bearer of bad news because this is so I, horrendous that they blew a 3 nothing third-period lead to lose their 18th straight game. Uh, I, so I, they, they, I don't they like lose, this. They lose the game, but they, they had a 3-2 lead with under two minutes to go. Yeah. And Philadelphia had Brian Elliott on the bench. And Buffalo had an empty net and just missed, like hit the side of the net. It didn't hit the post, but hit the, it wasn't full 2014 uh, women's hockey gold medal game, Team Canada, Team USA, but it was, it was that close. Close enough that you could draw the analogy. They, they were like two inches away from salting it away with an empty net goal, and then it turns out to be back in their net, and they lose in overtime. I, I just don't know how bad luck continues to pile on like that
0: it it's just it's i don't know it's just what is happening to the buffalo sabers and you know listen you're at a point right now where this team's got zero confidence there is no confidence with the buffalo sabers right now it it wouldn't matter if they had a seven nothing lead with five minutes left they would find a way to lose that game eight to seven that's just the way that it's going right now for the buffalo sabers you don't have jack eichel it's just one of those seasons that has gone from bad to worse to extraordinarily an unparalleled disaster. And you know what? You just got to hope that you can get through this season and figure everything out in the offseason or sell a bunch of stuff at the trade deadline.
1: Are the Carolina Hurricanes a Stanley Cup contender in your mind?
0: Ooh, um, yeah, I mean, they are, right? Like, they're, they're one of the one of the best teams just in, in terms of their record so far this season and they play in a division with Tampa so you've got to take them seriously but and I'll always continue to to point this out I don't buy their goaltending and when I don't buy goaltending I don't know that I necessarily put them as legitimate Stanley Cup contenders
1: the reason why I ask that is Tampa Bay has 50 points the same total Uh, So 50 points, a one-point lead over the Carolina Hurricanes. The Golden Knights have 49 points, a one-point lead over the Colorado Avalanche. And the gap between the Golden Knights and Avalanche seems much smaller than the perceived gap between the Bolts
0: and the Canes. Fair? That's fair. Why is that? Well, I I think one because Tampa's got the goalie and 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 I think that's kind of the big thing for me is is I I I understand that the the you know the record is kind of what it is but for me the Carolina Hurricanes they can have a great regular season that's totally fine in in the playoffs the last couple of seasons they go on that that kind of crazy ridiculous run but Uh, The bubble was a bit disappointing for them. And and I think that there's something to be said about the fact that Tampa is the defending Stanley Cup champion, is the team that kind of figured it all out in the postseason. And you just hold them to a little bit of a a higher standard. And I think that, you know, it's it's not hard to look at those two teams and say, well, Carolina is very talented but i trust andre vasilevsky just a little bit more i know that nikita kucherov is is on the horizon and this tampa bay team is going to look a little bit different once they get to the playoffs and we know that they know how to win that's, I don't that's think kind of the way that i read i, I don't read think it. you hold it uh,
1: i don't think you hold tampa bay higher i think you hold your everybody holds carolina lower same type of thing why do
0: you think that is why
1: because carolina doesn't get any respect Partly because of their goaltending, partly because it's Carolina, partly because they haven't really contended, even though they got to a, a conference final recently.
0: Their flame out last year in the bubble, I think, I think gives me cause for caution when it comes to buying the Carolina Hurricanes as a team that can go on a deep run.
1: I don't even consider the, the bubble to be any. I don't hold teams accountable because of the bubble. Like I don't consider Pittsburgh to be more fragile because they flamed out. Not to use not your the answer. way they're
0: playing this year.
1: Do you, do. do you but I mean they've, they've won before.
0: But they've mm-hmm. won before. Like I'm I'm not really concerned about the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like they've they've done it. Like this Carolina team, they've had moments and flashes, but you know. I, I don't I don't think they I don't think they've got the goaltending to do it. Like that's if, that what it what it boils down to for me is is simply that. They don't have the goaltending.
1: If you're the Boston Bruins, would you acquire Taylor Hall or Johnny Goudreau? Um
0: I, I'm I'd asking a legitimate, yeah, serious yeah, question. I I'd be inclined to, to say neither. Um <sighs> that's that's a tough one. Like I, I I think Taylor Hall kind of fits the mold of the Bruins a little bit more than than say Johnny Gaudreau. Like um, I, I I say I say go out and get them both if you can because uh, the Bruins need some help. They can't score, and I I don't know that that at this point you want to rely on Taylor Hall who hasn't scored this year and Johnny Gaudreau who hasn't really found that gear um, under Daryl Sutter. To, to come in and, and fix your scoring, but that being said, I, I think I'd rather have the size of Taylor Hall than uh, than anything else.
1: Hmm. Uh, it sort sort of fits Boston. Yeah, from 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 the size perspective. Yeah, but I think, I think back that fits of, better. Uh, to a couple of those those runs, uh, the Mike Sullivan and then previously Peter Shirelli uh, has has put together what the. Uh, I don't I think Johnny Goudreau can really help a team when he when he's motivated it's a tough time what Daryl Sutter said the other day is one of the all-time Hall of Fame quotes ever when asked uh, what did you uh, what's your comment about Johnny Goudreau playing his 500th game yeah. tonight no normally yeah. coaches will laud praise on the player and his comment uh, coming back was I hope he has more energy than his 499th game okay. good night yeah. goodbye yeah, uh, I kind of said it uh, all the way. It is. Uh, one uh, bit of news that we're tracking Tristan Jari, not sure how long he's going to be out for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That may throw another team in the mix for uh, looking for a goaltender along with uh, the likes of uh, the Colorado Avalanche, uh, who might be looking to add a netminder. Uh, if Tristan Jari's out long term, you've got Casey DeSmith, you need some help. Is it Elvis Merzlikens? They've got another guy coming into Columbus. They're a goalie factory. Uh, is it Devin Dubnik? Is it Jonathan Bernier? We will uh, find out. But those are some one-timers for this Tuesday, March. Why does he stop the music so fast? Well, then it's March. <clears throat> on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Knights with numbers the
0: other way. Three on two. Up to the line. Glass setting up. Theodore to the right. Colasar in front. Just missed. A rebound. They score! Alec Martinez. Golden We're back
1: to the Findlay Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here's Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. The great Dan Duval with a call. And uh, that's when you know that the hockey gods are smiling down because it was it was just right that Alec Martinez would end up scoring a goal last night because he is, uh, his overall game, he had jumped right from the start. He had a little bit of snarl in his game. Uh, he had tons of ice time last night and ends up uh, scoring the capper on a 4-1 win for the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, who hold on to first place in the Honda West Division uh, over the Colorado Avalanche, who were also victorious last night. So it remains a one-point uh, Gap in the uh, for first place in the West Division as we bring in Chris Chapman for catching up with Chapman.
2: Okay, well, I'm a, I'm I'm very close to being uh, fully vaccinated here from COVID, so I was searching places where I could maybe travel this summer when hockey season ends, and I'm looking to take a little bit of a break. And one of the places that I came across where you can travel if you have the proof of vaccination is Iceland. Which is a place that I've I've wanted to go for a very long time. I've actually only passed through there on uh, a flight to Europe. I've I've changed planes in in uh, Iceland, but uh, Reykjavik. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen this volcano that is erupting there, the gelden Gardular volcano. First time in 800 years. It's in the near the town of Grindavik, which is on the Reykjanes Peninsula in Iceland. But uh, some phenomenal video coming out of there. Um, there were people who were, like, grilling some food really close to the lava. I don't know if I would want to get that close to where someone probably would push me in because good chance I would be traveling with someone who knows me. So uh, maybe maybe a little bump and I, I happened to fall in and, and end up on the wrong side of the lava. But uh, there was a guy... Who my flew, guess
1: is you'd still talk even though you're Oh, as I'm
2: going down, I'm I'm telling you yeah, nonsense. Yeah, I'm not traveling that. I'm not gonna travel mm-hmm. to Iceland and near the uh, volcano with, with Millard, I can tell you that. But uh
1: That's a good decision. For yeah, there
2: either. was a guy after you wanted to put wickets on my head, no, I I, I think I'll, I'll pass on that. But uh there was a guy you're who Still talking about cricket? Who flew a drone. I saw that. And it went up over the cone as the volcano was spewing, and apparently it melted. The drone. It's a 15 second video, and you can find it on a website called The Nerdist. And uh you can hear it. it. It's like the guy has the sound on, and you can hear the sounds of the volcano erupting, which is pretty, pretty awesome stuff. I mean, like nature to me is, is, is one of the coolest things. Like when when Mother Nature gets angry, I like watching videos of lightning storms. I think it's kind of cool. As long as nobody's seriously injured, I, I, I like watching videos like that. In this volcano. Much better than the last time there was a big uh, eruption in Iceland because remember I guess it was about eight or nine years ago where it disturbed yeah all over all over the the world so uh, fortunately this one not as not as crazy as that but uh, some pretty cool video if you haven't seen it go check it out you could just Google it and the nerdist nerdist. yeah the nerdist
1: not the nudist
2: well you could go there too but I don't think you're gonna find pictures of the volcano.
1: The nerdist.com.
2: By the way, Gonzaga looks like they are on their way to the Final Four, up by 22 on USC with about eight and a half minutes to go.
1: Oh, Pac-10 runs coming to a close here.
2: Yeah, I was pulling for Oregon State yesterday. I thought it would have been cool to get the Beavers in, but uh, they came up a little bit short.
1: Thanks to uh, Chuck Brennan for joining us from Dollar Loan Center. Big announcement with the Henderson Event Center. Naming rights there, home of the Henderson Silver Knights. A year from now, that thing could be open. Awesome. Uh, And thanks to uh, Justin Emerson for stopping by from the Las Vegas Sun. Cody Glass News assigned to the Henderson Silver Knights uh, for our entire crew. Thanks for listening. We'll chat with you tomorrow on the BGK Insider Show.